At Dodo, we reckon mobile plans should be simple. More data, less money. So with us, you'll get a 20 gig mobile plan for just 30 bucks a month. And get this, it's half price for the first six months. Hmm. Yep, 20 gigs for 15 bucks for the first six months. No biggie. Dodo, not as stupid as we look. Call 13Dodo or visit dodo.com. Min cost 270 over 12 months plus $10 shipping. Selected areas only. Discount applies to base plan fee. Offer ends 20 October. New customers only. <sighs> Nailed it. You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast, episode 98. Welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast. Uh, my name is Tom, and I'm here with my good friend, Eddie. Hello, punters, dribblers. Welcome, mate. Uh, to anyone that hasn't listened to us before, Hello Sport Podcast, uh, sports podcast, obviously, uh, hence the name. I guess a podcast defined by our unqualified opinion. Yeah, and un- an unbridled And unwavering well, enthusiasm, yeah. yeah. I would have said more maybe the unwavering bias. Yeah. That sort of, yeah. you know, is a cornerstone of our uh, approach towards sort of digesting the sporting week that was. Yeah, that's probably fair to Heavily biased. Yeah, it's be heavily fair? biased. Heavily biased. But, um, you know. Considered bias, though. It's considered it's intelligent consi- bias. It's intelligent bias. You ca- you couldn't it's supported us. with It's supported with, with strong argument. Strong arguments, facts, figures, some doctored, we don't know. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. It's 98. Big number. Huge number. Huge number. We're in the high 90s, almost at a ton, which is impressive. By, you know, well, by podcasting standards. By podcasting standards, I think the the uh, that what is it? The Global Podcasting Agency, the GPA, uh, actually sends out a plaque when you get your hundred. You do, you do, you receive a plaque. So and I'm very excited to get that. Well, one. I'm I'm terribly excited, Tom, and I just think it'll solidify our our place atop the podcast heap. I think you're right. My anyway, a lot of sport in this last week, Eddie, to get to. Well, it's April, Tom. So it's usually chock-a-block. Sport happens. This week has not been any different. Uh, rugby league, bit on. But it's not all good news. It's not all good news. Particularly for you and I. Yep. Uh, the mongrel David Warner's back on the tools. He's back on the tools. Not on the, not on the tools you might expect a cricketer to be on, but he's on the tools. He's also enlisted Candy's brother to do a bit of media managing for him, which is exciting. Bogut's back in the NBL, Eddie. I don't know if he ever played NBL, but he's back. No, he's back, to, but he's back to where he where he was born. He's, he's, he's back to his roots, the nation's yeah. roots. And I'd like to thrash that out with you. Yeah, and there's a, there's a, a an international, there's an Australian rugby league player playing in the Super League, but from all reports, from the things that we're hearing, well, he's looking for a contract. He might be uh, planning a comeback. To he the might NRL. be planning a comeback. Uh, all very exciting, and things that we will rip into uh, right now. Eddie Bogut's back. Bogut's back. And it's a big news story. Well, it's big news. I mean, he's signed with the Sydney Kings. Uh, glamour club, would you say, of the NBL? I'd say the glamour club of the Southern Hemisphere. Type. Yeah, I, would, I mean, that's probably more apt of a description of the Sydney Kings. Not a great season last season. Not that I know. I'm just, I just know that they did. They didn't win. They didn't win, so it couldn't have been that good. I no. know they deal exclusively in rings at the Sydney Kings. Yeah, um, chugging, aclo- chugging along quite poorly. Poorly. Mm. Uh, they've got gays at the helm, though, and you know when gays is at the helm, shit happens when gays. Well, is he's around. the most, he's one of the most res- revered sporty icons in the country, Tom. Is that too big of a no? Comment? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'd, I'd hold gays in that esteem. <laughs> gays has managed to pull off one of the signing coups in NBL history. I'd say. I'd say it's their biggest signing. Bringing back uh, number one draft pick Andy Bogut from the myriad teams that he played for in the NBA. In the NBA, started off well. Bogut started, started off, off well. well for, he, had a, he, he was at the Bucks for seven years, I think. At he least. was a Buck. 
He was, was a buck for a while. He was a buck for a while. 2012, I think he was he was bucking about. And then he started getting real injured real fast. Then he went to the then he went to the uh, Golden State and, and won. won a ring. Got a ring. Congratulations, Andrew. Uh, but then things started to deteriorate quickly. The wheels fell off the car. As it he were. became. Willie Mason-esque. Well, journeyman for yeah, sure. Journeyman's yeah. a, a... Well, journeyman's the word that comes to mind, Tom. I'd use it. I'd and what, use it. What better way to put a bow on a, on a, on a journey, decorated to some degree, yeah. than going to the greatest glamour club of all? Club of all? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I just wonder, though, whether Bogut's going to, you know, it's like the assimilating back into MBL standards of living is going to be something the big man's going to be comfortable with. You know, like... Well, you're talking from a pay packet. Well, not even just a pay packet, but just like amenities. Uh, what team buses are we catching? Are we just getting a minivan from? Are we no, getting maxi cabs no, they, from they, games? I'm pretty sure they borrow the the minibus off the local bridge club. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd reckon. That's where the Kings get the bridge club out to the local courts. Out yeah. in uh, fucking, you yeah, know. Yeah, out in Western Sydney. Out in Western Sydney there. I think they even drive it up north, up to North Queensland for games. Well, when they're taking on the Townsville Crocs, Eddie. That's right. How, I mean, all the, they're not flying premium economy in a, in a well, Tiger Air. Well, you don't need to when you've got the bridge bus, Tom. The bridge bus suit it, it comfortably fits 11. I've been led to believe 11 and a half. 11 and a half. And, and if, you, if you hook a trailer under the back for bags, then it can fit 15. That's right. So That's there's right. no dramas in terms of getting around the country for no. Bogut. No. Just think maybe he's used to... Well, it's know. just going to be a change of pace, Tom. Whether or not that's a negative, I think it remains to be seen. Yes. I mean... At the end of the day, a seat's a seat. If you're sitting, if you're sitting on a private jet or you're sitting on the bridge bus, I mean, what's what's, what's the difference? What is the difference? Seat's a seat. A seat is a seat. Now, can you stop midway for a for a meat pie and a bloody milkshake absolutely. on the way? On, if you're on a private jet, no, you can't. No, you can't. I don't think he wouldn't have had a milk and meat pie in bloody twenty years. Probably half the reason he's injured all the time. Well, probably half the reason he's back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, I will say this though: the height of the bus internally isn't. Isn't exactly. I mean, it is. It is for grandmas that play bridge, mm. but there is a look. There's a, probably enough room just for Bogut to fit in there. Well, they've got those bloody. They've got those the windows that you pulled out. Like he could probably the, stick his head out the window. The ceiling window. The ceiling window. You know, you stick him up for a bit of air. You pop that up, and he can pop just pop that up. But that's Bogut. It's you know, pop his head out. Yeah, he's a, that's he could get a seven footer out there. I think you probably could. I think put a little buddy, put a little rain, little umbrella over his head or something. Well, you just give him those goggles, Eddie, that they used to use in biplanes when they yes. used to fly up top. Just give him yes. some goggles. Maybe throw a helmet on him. Yes, exactly. Now, training facilities. What are the Kings' training facilities going to be like? What do we think Boga can expect coming back from the NBA to Glamour Club? Yes, but the NBL, Sydney Kings. Well, I think he's got to get used to training outdoors. First and foremost. First and foremost. Uh, in, in but the he elements. does have, you know what he does have to look forward to, Tom? Mm. And that's one of the, it's almost exclusive to the NBL. Yeah. You got those metal nets? Oh, chain nets. Chain nets. Chain nets. Exclusive to the NBL. That's an NBL. Brought in to put, to put bums on seats. Yeah, and you know, and bums on seats they did. I mean, the it chain was a, net. Yeah, it was a real turnstile turner, well, the, the, the a, chain nets. Akin to the lighting up bales of the big bash, Eddie, which are well, now globally recognised. Yeah, but, but where do you reckon they got that from, Tom? NBL. They got it from the NBL. They were the first to bring these sort of gimmicks in. To keep the crowds, get, to get the crowds right. back. It's, it's, they, they almost invented professionalism in sport, really. <laughs> So he's got chain nets, uh, 
obviously training outdoors. Training outdoors in the elements. Uh, they play. They play indoors some weeks. Do they have to share a court or like? A, some yeah, they share. Kids? They sh- yeah, they share it with St. Catherine. You know, St. Catherine's School. They share their their netball court. St. Cass. Yeah. Yeah. They got a great team. Well, do they do great. opposed against well, St. Cass? Well, they do some opposed sessions. Yeah. Well, I mean, they got to get some work in. But also, they because they you know when they're training up the week, they're on the netball courts. It actually refines the shot. Because you've got a smaller net, you don't have a backboard. You have a backboard. So you're looking, you're looking to splash it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, so actually, I mean, well, innovation yeah. is well, innovation. something the NBL and if has. if you look at the NBL, if you look at the Kings specifically, yeah. a much better field goal percentage than the rest of the clubs. Right. And I put that down to no bloody backboard. Training on the netball court. So you've got to... Really flick the wrist. you got to flick the wrist. Really flick that wrist. You've got to flick them. I mean, that's and they, these are just small semantics. Topics. These are just minor you know things. I mean? These that would are minor be things. I mean, footnotes getting, of a hefty contract. They are footnotes of, exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, he's going to be playing in front of twenty, thirty thousand every and, every game. And let's let's not forget that the NBL historically, Eddie, has attracted a who's who of Australian celebs. That's correct. Uh, often. Big Brother, former Big Brother contestants, Bachelor in Paradise. Um, you're married at first sight, Eddie. They all love a game of ball. Obviously, you're Australian idols. Yes, you're Shannon Knowles, you guys, Sebastian's of the world. Uh, courtside seats go for a, an absolute steal at 1350 I think. Depends who's playing. Well, that's true. But the average price, yeah. yeah. $13.50 And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, they might not be pretty on the eye, the old white plastic chair. But when you throw a pillow on them, they're bloody comfortable. Eddie, David Warner, obviously, former Australian cricketer. Yeah. He may come back. We don't know. Former Australian opener. Former Australian opener. Uh, Still Australian bad boy. Oh, fuck yeah. He hasn't relinquished that title. No. Still a bad boy of Australian sport. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, uh, Obviously, well-documented, ball tamperer, and Mm. now out of the game for 12 months. Maybe for good. Who knows? Certainly in the test arena, it doesn't look like he's coming back. But Eddie, what I do like about Dave is he's not someone who just goes and sits around. He's back on the tools. Well, he's got a young family, Tom. And he's got a mansion to build. That's right. He's got a young family and he's got a mansion to build and he needs to save some cash. Let's be honest. We all know how much he's getting well, losing. What? Three, four, five? At a pinch, Eddie. At a pinch. I who mean, knows? that's just off the top of my head. That's Tom. just off the top of my head. I haven't, you... I haven't sat down to crunch numbers. No, exactly. That's a conservative figure punch. <laughs> And when you think about the uh, long-term ramifications around sponsorship, Eddie, I mean, it's, it could be untold. Because oh, it's damning. It's damning. You may not get back up to your $2.5 million fucking, you know, Grey Nichols deal or Kaboom, whatever the fuck it is. Mm. You, maybe they're, they're going to be dropping a couple of hundred K off every sponsorship he has for the rest of his career moving forward. Mm. Thanks mm. to the ball tampering saga. Mm. So he's got to get on the tools. He's got to. Get uh, back to what he knows. Get back to what he knows. Well, used to not. You know, just, uh, I think maybe he just became a little bit detached from his mongrel past, because he was a mongrel on the field, but I think he was a little bit of a, as the Batuta boys outlined, a cashmere sweater wearing sort of elitist almost. Well, lost his way, yeah. Lost his way. Like, was easily rattled. Yes. I mean... That's he, a, a I mongrel mean, shouldn't be oh, easily look, rattled. Look, I'm not going to connect the dots, but, you know, from my perspective, seems like... You know, the ball tempering thing has everything to do with the fact that DeCock rattled him. DeCock rattled him hard, and I think this is all part of... This could be the, the exactly what he needs. But unfortunately, he's obviously getting papped everywhere. So there's some pap photos have come out during the week of Davey looking very uh, working-class man 
with mm. the hard hat, muscle singlet on, yeah, moving some jib rock about the place. You yeah. know how he's getting dust on. Well, him and shit. he's he's in he's in his blue collar wear, mate. That's it, blue collar Dave. Um, and so obviously there's Paps rocking up to the house. Yeah. Can, can, candy, candy's well, brother. yeah. Well, I mean, when you get on the blower and let them know you're going to be there wearing blue collar wear. When you're wearing blue collar gear with your with your muscles out, Paps are coming. Do I look? Pat worthy. Well, look, but I'd also say Did he look when, Pat worthy when you. Nah, he looked Pat worthy. Certainly looked like he prepared. You know, what I mean? but also when you employ fucking celebrity PR agent Roxy Jeksenko, mm. the the mover and shaker, the mover and shaker of Sydney's uh, dealer celebrities. Not saying that Dave's a dealer celebrity, but you know what I mean. Well, Dave, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Paps have come around, started taking photos of Dave at his house mm. on the tools. Yeah, well, not. Not on the tools as much as... But just, had him strapped around his... It was around his waist. It was standing around tools. They were around his waist. Yes. Did he have... He, I'm sure he had a belt on. I think I saw a tool belt there, Eddie. Yeah, well, if you... Yeah. I think I would have spied a tool belt. You don't, don't get on the phone of the paps and tell him to and get him to come around and not put in your best tool belt. No, you've got to put on your best tool belt. But then Candy's brother, who I don't think was across the ruse here, didn't know that the paps had been called... Mm. He's seen red. Has he? He's seen red. He's uh, So no one's filled him in. No one's filled him in. He stormed up out of the... Obviously, it's a work site, Eddie. There's tools everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Dave doesn't know how to use any of them, but there are tools... Oh, there's tools about ...everywhere. Well, it's a work site. Dave's moving bricks, jip mm. rock and such. Mm. Candy's brother's gone and picked up a shovel and gone and taken it to the windscreen of this paparazzi's car out the front of the house. Oh, shit. Yeah. Went full mongrel on Went full mongrel. Obviously, there's... So know, it's in Candy's blood as well. Candy's got some... You know, there's mongrel lineage. Well, mongrel attracts mongrels. Yeah, in the foul zone family. There mongrel's always mongrel. attracted mongrel. He's clearly missed the briefing. He's, the morning briefing. The morning briefing. Roxy Jasenko got everyone in he there. He's probably said, on the john. He was probably he was probably in the outhouse. Because mm. it would be... Uh, well, he's blue-collar. He's blue-collar. It's a building site, Eddie. He'd be yeah. one of those renter toilets. Oh, yeah. Portaloo, of course. A portaloo, sorry. That's what they yeah. call him. He, he would have been perusing the the magazines. Yeah, the yeah, 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 exactly. If you know what I mean. The mongrel mags. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Big fan of the mongrel mag. Love a mongrel mag myself, although I'm a bit more of a digital-based mongrel man myself. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Well, the times have changed. Times have not changed. For the, not for your blue column. No, if you're a blue column and you've got a portaloo on your job site, you well, need a mongrel it's, mag. It's chock-a-block full of mongrel mags. But they often they often paste them, paste to, the, them to, to, the, the walls. to the door. Well, just to save any, having to touch them. Yeah, while well, you don't have to flick them. Well, you don't have to flick them and also toilets are dirty places. Mm. Maybe they should look, and I know we're getting a little off topic, but maybe invest in a little iPad in there. For Candy's brother. Well, there's too much dust in the air, I would have thought. That's true. Maybe not good for the mechanics. Mm. The wires and such. Well, the wires and such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go into the, the, to the, to the bloody minutiae of, of, of how iPads in it working. Well, we're not Steve Jobs, Eddie. No, no. Not far off it. But we, we digress. Yeah, yeah, we digress. We digress. And this little paparato, by all the reports, is a little fuckwit. But I mean, aren't they all? Yeah, well, if you're getting into that pap game, Tom. Yeah. You're getting in that pup game, then you're a bit of a you're a bit of a skid mark. Yeah, you're a bit of a skid mark. That's true. A la skid mark Pete from Well, skid mark Pete, he, he probably was a pap. Pro- yeah, he's that sort of a dude. He's certainly the benchmark for skid marks. Um, um, I can't imagine Dave's being Dave's good with the tools. He's got a temper on him. You know, if you can't fucking, you, the, you got to have a bit of a temperament about you. I think to be a, a tradesman. 
Well, you got to have a bit of patience and a, yeah. and, a, and a steady hand. Things go wrong. You already got Candy's brother trashing the joint. But he can swing a willow. He could knock in some nails. He could knock in nails with a willow. Maybe with a bat. Yeah. Do you reckon he'd, he'd be a little more effective with that? Maybe that's how he's well, still keeping his eye in. That's what I'm saying. Maybe. Well, that's it. Maybe he's knocking in nails. So he is training. I wonder whether, because obviously I think that any builder worth his salt would know that Dave is probably not going to be contributing positively to the successful structural integrity of the building, whether the the foreman of the site's just sort of got a couple of bits of timber and some brick out the back for Dave just to go whack like a kid. You what know. do you reckon he's there for moral support? Well, I think it's his house, so he wants to be there. He's obviously got no jobs, no work. Yeah. But as a dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day. The fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe based thing. Big shout out to the the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think two hundred and seven reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I will. liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. We love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Of late. And he's, he wants to save on a labourer. He wants to save on a labourer. He's obviously not pulling his weight. No. So the, the foreman's probably just gone, you well, know what, I think it's better if we just give him a couple of 
two by fours down the back with some nails. Give him, give him a pack of nails. Yeah, just say, Dave, what we need from you, mate, is we need to see how quickly, nay, how slowly you can <laughs> knock in these nails. There you go. You got all day to knock those in, mate. You got to, into these bits of and wood. You come back to me the moment you have completed your task because it's critical to the construction of this home. And then, and and and, and Candy's brother, can you get out of the portaloo, mate? Those mongrel mags. Yeah, don't miss another briefing, mate. No, because you're gonna smashed up the paparazzi's car. Yeah. Roxy Jacenko organised that little dickhead to come around. You've gone and trashed his car. Well, maybe they've maybe they've interrupted him halfway through a mongrel. <laughs> You know, at Dodo, we don't think you should waste money on the things you need, like fast internet. You should waste it on the things you want. <laughs> That's why, when you need fast NBN, with unlimited data, we've got it for just 65 bucks a month. <laughs> Save money on the internet so you can spend money on the internet, like on a drone that delivers nachos. <laughs> Dodo, not as stupid as we look. Call 13Dodo or visit dodo.com. Min cost 1560 over 24 months plus 2490 shipping. Selected areas only. Speeds confirmed once active. <sighs> So, Tom, Mm -hmm. obviously, I mean, we've been saying it, and and I'll continue to say it, it's been a little bit quiet, the NRL. It has been. Because it just hasn't been, there hasn't been a shitload of uh, of stories, NRL stories together. No, not the sort of stories that, that put bums on seats and sell papers, Tom. Yeah, exactly. Now, you combine that drought with, you know, the NRL's, the premium they place on free marketing. Oh yeah, they don't. And they, how they reckon, how they recognise players that you know are prepared to put in the hard yards. Players that are prepared to market themselves. That's and right. market the game and at the, the same time. And market the game at the same time. So Albert Kelly, uh, he used to play for the Titans and for Penrith. Tom Titans, mate. Knights, uh, Sharks. Sharks. That's who I was. Albert's had a storied. Club history with the NRL. That's right. Now, Albert, he's been playing over in the Super League. Killing it as well. Killing it. He's a talented motherfucker. Yeah. And I mean, he's probably sitting there going, well, I've been playing some of the best foot in my career. Yes. And I can't seem to get another bloody look in in the NRL because that's where you want to play if you're a footballer, Well, that's premium rugby league. You want to play in your home country, but more than that, you want to play in the number one competition on the planet. Correct. But Albert's got this, got this, he's been so rude to somebody. Mm. I believe he was calling a young girl a slut, Eddie. In a couple Mac- of times. A couple of times in a McDonald's. Uh, visibly chockers. He was oh, he was chocker block. He was cooked. He was slurring. Slurring, stumbling, swaying. Yeah. Uh, all the hallmarks of a great promotional piece. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Starts abusing some, some young lady. It she, was very rugby league. Though. She obviously had the best interest of the game at the centre of her decision-making as well, because she's thought, I really need to get this on camera. Mm. The game needs this right now. Absolutely. She obviously knows someone back in Australia who's... Or she follows the game, probably, but she well, just... Well, of course she follows the game. And she knows that it's in a lull. It's, it's in, in a, a trough. We need some We need some news. It's in a trough. Rugby league yeah, news. that's right. That's right. Something to get it, the fans excited, Tom. Exactly. So and she's, she's, and she's thought, well, look, here's Albert. Albert's a goer. Albert's dribbling. And I think we can turn this into something. We can turn this into something positive. And, I mean, there you go. The proof's in the pudding. Yeah, well, it just remains to be seen now whether whether or not um, Todd Greenberg, you know, extends the olive branch. Well, which, which NRL? It's a matter of which NRL club, Eddie. I think that's the reality. Well, who's got the, who, I mean, who's got the cap space at this point, Tom? Not Manly. That's for damn sure. Manly's got their own troubles, Eddie. 
Yes, we do. Manly's got their own goddamn troubles. And we're obviously not playing playing well. You know what? I don't know if even Manly deserve to have us directly affiliated with them right now. So I'm going to just say, no, I'm not going to say we. No. I'm say them. Manly isn't playing very well. Manly's not playing very well. Off the field, it's a bit of a shit show. Not a bit of a shit show, idiot. It's a complete shit it's show. It's an absolute shit show. Unadulterated shit show. Is it, what can you, so let's start back at the start. We okay. missed it by a day. We did. Last week. Always seems to happen. Well, that's the nature of a seven-day week. That's true, Eddie. There's always going to be something happening the day, the day after. after. So, what you can know, you do? What can you do? Now, Jackson Hastings, he's been let go from Manly. Well, no, uh, he hasn't. He's been sent back well, to he's Blacktown. Well, sent, he's been sent to Blacktown Workers, who are the feeder club for Manly. So, he's been released from the first grade team. Demoted indefinitely. Demoted Potentially forever. Yeah, that, that's a better way of putting it. Yeah. Up. Now, he was let go at Roosters because apparently he didn't agree with the culture or abide in the culture. Yeah, he was just a little pain in the ass, I think. And clearly, that's that's what's happened here again. Well, can you shed any light on it for the punter and the dribbler? I can only speak in rumour and innuendo, Eddie, mm. which is the currency with which we trade. <laughs> um, and Yes, it is. <laughs> so, um, they've gone up to Gladstone to get... Uh, absolutely pumped by whoever the hell we got pumped by last week. Who was it? Uh, Wes. Uh, yeah, okay. Wes Tigers. We so, no, there was a couple week. of weeks ago, it was when we were playing the Gold Coast Titans yep. in Gladstone. Okay, yeah. Uh, we lost that game as well. Yeah, we did, yeah. It's three on the trot for us now. That's right, yeah. Um, can't help referring to them as us. Uh, after that game, they went out for a team dinner, had a couple of beers with Trent. Mm. And then Trent's gone. All right, boys, don't want anyone going out. Let's just keep this one quiet. Fair enough. Fucking oath, it's fair enough. Because you got pumped. You got pumped. Well, no, this wasn't a pumping, but we we it was a bad game. We lost. We lost. And Trent said, uh, "Can we please just have a quiet one, boys? No big nights." So, I think five or six players have uh, disobeyed. The most beautiful coach in rugby league, Trent Barrett. Yeah. The, uh, the hot stud. The pound for pound number one hottest coach in rugby league. Yep. Um, including the captain, Cherry Evans. And they've gone out to a Gladstone Strippos. Cherry Evans went out. Yeah, Cherry Evans went out. Hastings, Cherry Evans. You're kidding. Certainly those two. I don't know who else. There are rumours, Eddie. There are rumours that they were out at the Strippos. Mm-hmm. And then strippers became involved, as strippers can tend to do at strippers. And then well, yeah, two players in the team who were at the strippers maybe gotten a little bit of a stoush over like a competition in terms of like, you know, think about it this way, right? Think about it like in nature. Just think about it in nature. So it was right? like a, a buck off. Well, I don't know. I'm saying think about it in nature when like maybe two big gorillas. Mm-hmm. They, they see they see a nice they see a nice gorilla a nice yeah gorillarette yeah a gorillarette sort of rolled into town rolled into into the that into part the, of the jungle yeah rolled into the jungle mm. and then, looking good looking absolutely outstanding shaking it around but so but so you basically got two beta gorillas going at it yeah, yeah I'd say two beta gorillas but I mean look 
I don't know. These are all, as I said, this this could be wrong. It's rumour and innuendo. It's rumour and innuendo. It's it's salacious and it's unhelpful gossip. But <laughs> apparently, two gorillas out at a out in a in a you know a seedy part of the jungle. Oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> real seedy, yeah. but high on bamboo juice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. And they've got into a little bit of a unspoken. Uh, you know, gorilla off. Yeah, over a fe- over a nice. Well, they've cut. To, they've come to blow. They've, uh, they've well, well, one gorilla won the one. One gorilla, not the fight. One gorilla got to take home the other gorilla. Yes, and the other gorilla didn't. Right. Yeah. Then, successful gorilla came and gloated to unsuccessful gorilla, and fight may have started. Okay. The world of those gorillas, man. The animal kingdom. It's yeah. crazy, bro. Yeah. It's a crazy place. It's a crazy place. That's interesting. That's one potential version of events. Again, innuendo, rumor, unsubstantiated gossip. Completely unsubstantiated. We may or may not be fueling fires, punters, dribblers, but it's our duty to pedal to... Pe- to- to, to, to pass on what we've heard on the vines. That's it. I think that's what I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And I think that's fair enough, quite I, frankly. Absolutely. Because, <laughs> sorry, punters <laughs> dribble. Jesus Christ. Yeah. My apologies, I'm getting excited. But where there's smoke, there's fire, generally. It's an age old saying. It is. And oldest time itself. Oldest time time immemorium, mm. Eddie. Yeah. I don't know if that's a saying. No, it's, it was a bit much, I thought. <laughs> was it a bit? Yeah, look, I thought it was a bit much. Bit of mayo. Bit too much mayo on the yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah, too much mayo. So, look, so, who knows? Let's get back. So, Cherry Evans is fine. Hastings has been, what, by sheer public opinion, I thought, He's basically been... forced Barrett into, into giving him the boot. Uh, yes, and look, Trent's even come out and said, he's like, look, it's not just this decision. It's not just like, he's done one thing and then I've gone, fuck it, he's out. But he's... He must just be a bit of a fuckwit. Uh, Dugan did have an, an interesting press conference this week where he uh, talked about, he explained his off his off field um, blow up that we covered off. I mean, it was obviously promotion for rugby league, but um, he got kicked out of the pub a couple of months ago yeah. for being a fucking lout, being a lad. Mm. But it was all a misunderstanding, Eddie. The bloke just the bloke was having a slap, as we predicted. We said that was what he'd be doing. Well, of course he was. And he just didn't hit a feature. And he screamed out, fuck. The security guard kicked him out. Misunderstanding. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, and Dugan himself was even like, mate, let's be honest, nine out of ten Australians would probably have the same reaction. Were you to miss out on a feature like I just did? Oh, so it was a bad beat? Yeah. Well, you'd almost go ten out of ten Australians, wouldn't you? Well, that's it. I'm thinking he's gone a dollar twenty fives. After doing fifty cent hits like he's getting yeah, paid, he like he's getting paid on bloody minimum wage contracts or something, he needs to be slapping dollar twenty fives, maybe five bucks, maybe five bucks, more in line with his market value. He's on money. He's on money. He's on money. All right. Yeah, um, five bucks. I wouldn't be ruling five. Bucks. I wouldn't be ruling out five bucks slaps. And then when I'm assuming he got what like two of those dynamites on where's the gold? Third one just misses out. Maybe yeah. it's the pyramids on fucking Queen of the Nile. Who knows? We don't know what he was playing, but we know that we know this: that if you're gonna, if you miss, an, if you miss a feature, you're gonna be fumed. Eddie, no one likes to see a player get injured. No, no, not generally. Unless they're a Queenslander. And that's well, if they're a Queenslander, I enjoy it, Tom. I didn't specify what state they were from, uh, or a pom. 
Or a pom, a cricketer, a pom cricketer mm. with like a broken finger. Yeah, um, I'm into that. Look, Mitchell Pierce, unfortunate pectoral rupturing this week. Yes. Uh, out for a good 16 weeks. Heavy. Probably the season. Possibly the season. 16 weeks is a long fucking time. It's a fucking long time. And it's what? It's round, what are we, round seven this weekend coming? Or round eight? I think we've had, had round seven. So, essentially, it is going to be the rest of the season. Basically puts him back in, like, August or something. Yeah, like, round 26. Anyway. Um, everything has a silver lining, Eddie. There's silver linings in everything, Tommy. There's silver linings in everything that happened. And uh, those silver linings are actually sky blue linings. And mm. what it is, Eddie, is obviously not... I don't want to see Mitch injured, but I do know that... New South Wales selectors have a very bizarre. They get it's like the flu around Origin time. Yeah, I'd call it a flu where they start to just immediately. Like, it's like they forget. One of the symptoms of the flu is that they forget about the last twelve years, Eddie. And um, it's almost like they've got some new great half that they've never seen before. We've never life. seen him before. Completely untested. All we know is that he's unbelievable in clubland. Loves never club seen footy. his rep footy form though. No, never seen that rep. Never footy. seen play rep footy. Seen him play club. Based on club good. form. Based on club form, unbelievable. I'd pick it. Yeah, you know what? You de- you, you would pick him on club form. Fucking oath, you would. Had you not seen his rep form. Yeah, and but then, having seen his rep form, one would assume that you wouldn't pick him. That you'll never pick him again. It's weird because we seem to be literally like bursting at the seams with hot, hot stallions. In all other positions. In all other positions, we've just got a, a, a bloody girth of stallions. A girth of stallions. A plethora of bucks. Yeah. I don't know what other collective nouns you need. You don't need any more. We've just given you the two best ones. <laughs> now, he's not cut from the origin cloth. No. He's not cut from the September cloth. No. I mean, that's fucking obvious. That's established. Don't mind Mitchell. Great bloke. Bloody good clubland footy player up until September. But that's where that's, that's, that's where this conversation that's where comes this conversation ends. And when you go back through the record books, history suggests punters, dribblers, that our best chance at Origin glory is when Mitch is nowhere to be seen. Uh, like and subscribe to the podcast. Would like you to to like and subscribe. Angus Crichton, if you're out there and you hear this, get back to us. Punters yeah. and dribblers, if you're hearing this, reach out to Angus. Inbox him, DM him, tell him to hit us up, because we want you on. We want to dribble with you. We want to dribble with you. I want to see your finger. I want to touch it. Tell you what I want to ask Angus Crichton, and we're going to get him on. We are going to get him on. And I think this is sort of going to be a hallmark of any time I get to interview a sports star. I think we've got to sort of start building a bank of, like like Top Gear does, just like a power rankings, though, Mm. of of, sports. Throbbing, throbbing sports stars. Mm. Throbbers. So just, yeah, throbbers. Elite throbbers. <laughs> so who's your, you know, yeah, who's the biggest? We just need biggest in the dressing sheds. <laughs> who's your biggest throbber? Bang, he's on the board. I don't, I don't need inches unless you can, unless you can provide that. Yeah. If you can provide measurements. If you can provide measurements, then absolutely. If you can't provide measurements, I'll take you at your, I'll take yeah. your face value. It's big. Yeah. It's a throbber. Is it the biggest you've ever seen? Is it the biggest you've ever seen? That's what I need. Biggest you've ever seen. Mm. And then also, because some players have played at different clubs, we might hear these names start to 
start, start to come up again, and it's like, and if they get mentioned more than once, further up the board, you get further up the board. Oh, nine people have said that one of the Burgess twins is one of the great throbbers. One of the great throbbers of rugby league, mm. and that's what this is about—immortal throbbers. Yeah, love it, love it. Angus, reach out, buddy. Need to talk throbbers with you. Could you two just not talk anymore? 